0: welcome back to season two of not everyone gets a trophy with amy and mo recorded live from sp studios well good morning thank you for joining us uh this morning with not everyone gets a trophy um i have a really cool guest speaker today and um we met i want to say about three years ago and she's probably gonna murder me for not knowing this um but I've had the pleasure to see her grow as a an intern and then a therapist. Um, so thank you so much for being here today with us, uh, Jordan.
1: Hello. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
0: uh, Jordan um, has had multiple hats um, in kind of like the, our community, correct? Yes. Tell me a little bit about those
1: different hat well first of all hello I'm most fiance oh, oh, you so know you were honored to, to be here just, today yeah. I was
0: trying to lead up to it but okay now that you said that um, yeah Jordan is my fiance and I was trying to find a way to say but it looks like she was very excited to, to tell everybody <laughs> that yeah so she is my lovely fiance and um, I am very nervous to have her uh, which is good nervous maybe excited nervous a little bit of both um, but thank you so much for being here with us i know amy had uh, to work today um but other than that thank you so much and i honestly not sure where this conversation is going to go to uh, but i'm excited about uh the possibilities of this conversation
1: the many directions it could go in
0: Uh, yeah absolutely i think it, it shifts dynamics a little bit um from a relationship to trying to interview the the person that you love the most um so yeah so where do you want to where do you want to go with this
1: first of all let's clarify i was not his intern (laughs) (laughs) he just happened to work with me let's just uh throw that cat out of the bag um but i don't know i think that it'll guide us to where the conversation needs to go yeah
0: uh so jordan and i met uh One of uh, your first internship as a a social worker. Yes. And um, I always call myself the second intern because we they had us do the same thing. Uh, So basically, that's kind of when we when we met. Um, And at that time, we were both in relationships. So it was it was more of an acquaintance kind of kind of thing. But it's transitioned into um, this amazing relationship and the ability for for us to make each other better and i always i might call this uh dating a therapist like what it is to make because we're both therapists and it, sometimes it gets challenging um so i'm not sure how many people out there are actually dating or engaged um to the person or to the same profession is that how you say it? same profession yeah yeah um but yeah so uh tell me about uh About life of our our, our podcast or what do you want to talk about
1: yeah I think dating a therapist comes with many challenges the first one being you guys are always pushing each other to be better people but I also think that it's kind of a blessing that you can go home and talk about your work and and understand the problems and what's going on in their jobs and not be so judgmental allow them to make mistakes um, so I think that's a very special part of dating a therapist. Uh, like I said, on the other hand, they're always pushing you to do better and be better and look at the other side of the coin. And at times as therapists, we can be a little stubborn and,
0: and stubborn is my nickname. Yes. Uh, am uh, very stubborn. I like to get, uh, get, do it my way. Right. I think most way or the highway. Yeah. I, I think most patients would say the same thing. Um, but Jordan has been able to, I almost feel like I was a Bronco, right? <sighs> this kind of person in, in my life, and, and Jordan has been able to just calm me down, and um, that's been wonderful. And uh, I think one of the things that I, that, that sparked this conversation in, in her coming into this podcast was she's had this, um, this idea, um, and I think it's an amazing idea that there is a sense of, Um, lack of understanding about how to be a a step-parent and uh, i I don't know I'll, i'll let you say more about that where that come from
1: Yeah, uh, so Mo has two kids, five and six, and we split custody. So we have them 50-50 at times. We have them the majority of the time. And so I learned to quickly become a stepmother, a very engaged, involved stepmother. And when turning to support, there is a lack of stepmother, uh, step-parent support here in this community in Boise that I found and i know that i'm not the only one that's looking for this support and so i have kind of ventured out to be able to be that person to provide support to others in this community and or just learn with others right being a step parent is all about learning making mistakes and growing but more importantly it's about understanding yourself and i think that's the biggest the biggest thing that i've learned through this whole process is to understand yourself and in what you need to heal within yourself in order to be a better person, stepmom, um, spouse, and I think that's important to get others in this community engaged in the same thing that they may be struggling with.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, I mean, with the, with anything, there is a lot of uh, Facebook talk around um, step parents, and I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't have Facebook, um, but I've seen you, uh, you know, kind of look at that and a lot of the stuff that's out there is is comical is is the it's parents just putting the other parent on blast about like um oh they sent my kid uh to school with popcorn <laughs> and um or they sent my kid with the with a purple and a and blue shoe it, it's not supportive it's more of uh, an outlet to just vent um
1: and create drama okay. like the, these groups that I've joined on social media, like it is all about the drama that is in their life because their six year old stepson like stuck his tongue out at them. I'm like, we are grown adults. Let's move on. Yeah. Like there is no actual like, well, here in this high conflict situation, here is what I recommend doing.
0: Yeah. And, and at times um, uh, as a father, I, I get perhaps very hyper focused on. On the issue, and and it's not uh, in a very. Uh, I mean, I, I don't. I don't mean to, but it's not that I forget about the the step parent. Um, but I think it's a it's 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 an awkward situation. I don't think as humans we were meant to have you call it a bonus parent, right? Yeah. That that bonus parent, and um, and I like that um, a supportive um, parent. Uh, re- research has shown. That if a if a child has uh, three other uh, adult uh, figures in, in their life, it reduces uh, suicide by like eighty percent. Um, so having that supportive um, bonus um, human being automatically um, makes the child a healthier child, mm-hmm. um, as long as of course the the the, the human being is somewhat healthy um but i've never seen that side of jordan to to, to come out and 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 want something in, in a different way right there is that side of her professional development and, and her career wanting to move up um but aside from that this is kind of my my thing right the, the podcast and, and and golfing for those who know me i love going <laughs> golfing um, every day if you would like to challenge me i will take you uh, just buy the balls for me because I will lose most of the balls. I spend as much in balls than playing the game. You'll also
1: lose his clubs, his his phone, his wallet. So you'll need to make sure that you keep an eye on everything.
0: Yes. In the AK, that's why I got this bright, bright, bright orange uh, uh, case for my phone. Because if it drops, uh, I can easily find it. Um, last time <laughs> we went to CUDA, uh, uh, I, I lost it. and I think the machine picked it up. Um, so that was that was that was pretty good. I didn't have to spend so much money but going back to um this idea of yours, I love it um during our last uh episode, one of my coworkers uh said that I was talking about the idea of wanting to open this print shop uh shirt and uh I think between your idea and my idea, maybe we can develop something pretty cool,
1: yeah, I think uh finding ways to engage our community uh, in new ways and very creative ways. will only be able to bring people closer, right? Support the conversation and the connection that all of us as human beings want.
0: Yeah. I, I keep thinking of the show Ted Lasso. I'm not sure why I keep thinking about that when, when speaking about what, we, what we're we trying to create, because it's very hard to create a show that provides A little bit of everything the sadness like i I remember those the the christmas episodes um when he kind of goes into this uh depression mood or, or or episode but then there's all this energy the good energy that that show just came about uh and it's very hard to create a show that is constantly producing a positive energy even when it does not appear to be that way so I guess when thinking about what you wanted to create, that is something that I envisioned for you is how to create something that can easily go wrong. Especially because when we talk about step parent, um,
1: everything th- can go everything wrong. Everything
0: can go wrong from the food, from being there late, from missing one day, from being late. Any, any, anything on any day can go wrong. So, I I don't know Ted Lasso. Just kind of I would say just just follow Ted Lasso.
1: Yeah, I would say that show encompasses a lot of like the connection to others. Like they held an audience for however many seasons that they did. And they only grew their audience based on the fact that they were able to intertwine all of the emotions, the sadness, happiness. Right. And, And still hold people to the fact that it was entertaining. Right. Right. Like that's what that show encompassed was the entertaining factor. But they made them feel
0: yeah and as a therapist i always try to tell patients we are feeling humans we're not thinking uh humans we're supposed to feel before we think and and that show allowed me to feel and then the thought was always good because it, it made me realize of what what we have what i have in my life and and just being so positive um so i i love that show i don't like that they have not come up with a second season and i don't think it's going to happen either um but i think it's one of the shows a few shows that i can go back and just watch and watch and watch and watch so how do how do you envision yourself doing something with uh i know we were working on names what, what were the names
1: well, they're a secret because oh, we, we can't have anybody steal them before uh, we even launch. Yeah. But, right? Yeah. Uh, the idea is to be able to create, you know, conversations and connection between stepmothers and and not to be exclusive of, you know, stepfathers, but I think being a stepfather and being a stepmother are very different. Um, both can be very supportive, but entering into the role of being a stepmother you are immediately judged by every single person in your life and every single person in your spouse's life and in the kid's life, right? Oftentimes you're told you know what you're getting yourself into and I call bullshit. Like I don't even think that the kids know what they're getting into nor does their other parent. And so navigating the system of your spouse, your your significant other didn't wake up one day and think that my kids were going to be removed from my presence half of the time, Right. So navigating the feelings, the emotions behind that, but also just being able to show up in various ways for the kids. Right. I think that there's a stigma behind step parents are here to take the spot of the other parent when in reality, they're just there to help make that kid a better human being. Right. And that gets lost. And it
0: gets lost. and, And I feel like it's the scapegoat of the two, biological parents hypothetically that um you might become the prey you might become the target um if i forget oh we can blame it on on the step parent or if she gets mad and she can't communicate with you then she might blame blame you so um there is a lot that goes through that that thinking about as a therapist when i when i think of topics or discussions i don't think it has crossed my mind once to to address that component because i'm sure there is step parents um that i work with um and i'm not very educated i would say on on step parenting and i don't think there is i mean i'm sure there is but a lot of times it's almost like court mandated (laughs) that you you have to it's not so much like you like i want to venture out and and be able to to kind of come up with Like a a set of group of people that we can kind of feed off of each other and see what works what hasn't worked Mm -hmm. and and find your own community within right and
1: in positive ways right like ultimately we're trying to look for other ways to better ourselves as step parents and as human beings right we're not there to sit and complain about everything that's going on and in our lives and in other people's lives right how do we create a healthy environment to promote positive conversations of change
0: yeah I keep um, thinking about the the styles of 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 a parenting because you have your own style. I have my own style. And, you know, um, the other parent has their own style. How confusing that must be to our tiny humans. Right. Um, Their ability to to shift from one person to the other and understand, well, okay, like Papa, uh, he la lo- we can get skittles out of him <laughs> all like, of the candy out uh, of uh, like, mo uh, yes they go to me and i'm like okay 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 but you have to taste the color right And as long as they continue to taste the color i'm feeding them right um but when when they go hypothetically to you you're like okay we're gonna get three three different colors and that's all you get right if i do that they'll get they'll just give me the eyes and i'm like oh my gosh right but on the other end sometimes i'll be like we're showering Mm -hmm. and they listen right versus you they're like oh we can get away with murder here yeah right we're just gonna run around and i don't do their own thing so it's looking at the situation itself is having also that step parent is is a blessing Mm -hmm. Um, not just for myself but for these kids because sometimes parents suck i would say Yeah. sometimes we both suck and it's good to have somebody that is more objective to, to the situation. But within that comes the responsibility of, um, of, of being aware of when and how to say that to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finding that boundary of when to hold your tongue <laughs> or, or when to talk. I would say that's probably one of the hardest things is when do you stay in your lane? And, and through the, the stepmom support that I still haven't found yet. Right. There is, no lane at times like you have to create that lane but oftentimes that expectation has never been lied from the start like at what point do you create these expectations even though you don't know what to expect from the very first day that you enter into these kids lives
0: right and and like parenting right there is no one-on-one parenting there there is no step step parent one on one either. I think part of it is we learn how we educate our children based on how we were raised. Mm-hmm. And that's scary. That's that's pretty scary because to look back and I'm not saying my parents are the worst. My parents are great. They're they're separated. Um and, and statistically showing is um I did the same thing. Uh my parents are still around. They're very Nice to each other. We can have them in, in, on the, together with. Mm-hmm. They're just nice. They're the grandparents. Um, but one of the things, you know, if you're listening to us, is just because your parents were a certain way, it, that doesn't mean that's what you're going to become either. I don't know if you guys uh, have thought about uh, reading about epigenetics, but epigenetics, you know, you have to be above your your gene, meaning that you're in control of a lot of the things that you're able to to transform one of the things for me at least is the the fine the finances right oh my goodness like i am still to this day trying to find a way to to save my pennies um because from a i wasn't i I wasn't raised with the value of of money i was raised the value with love this is where you come in right your 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 finances you're you're good you're you, you say nope you teach me things. Um,
1: we save our pennies for vacations and fun things.
0: Yes. And, and I've said this in my group. I, I love that, that you taught me that. So before, the language was, oh, no, no, we don't have enough money. We can't get that. Consciously, I don't know. It, it didn't sound bad to me. It just didn't. Because subconsciously, is that's kind of how I grew up thinking about it through like this objective lens i'm teaching my kids that we don't have enough when if i look at their toy box and their clothes and their in their shoes it is a it's a a pile of lava right right so you know i think you've helped a lot with that
1: i think when you're told as a child like we don't have the money for that right over time it builds up to be Like I can no longer ask my parents for things because I don't want to put that burden on them, right? Like I know that we can't afford it because they've been telling me that since I was five years old. So I'm no longer going to ask for the simple necessities of life, right? And as a child, you don't want them growing up and, and viewing a financial situation as if they don't have the ability to support them.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we, one of, one of our dreams as a family is to be able to go to Disney World, um, so you have taught me to say let's save our pennies mm-hmm. and the kids now say it like we're going to save our pennies we've also
1: every penny counts every penny counts <laughs> so
0: we've also oh, developed somehow this uh garage selling idea and we started with four dollars we gave our, our the kiddos four dollars and if they save their money they're four dollars it's eight dollars next week and then twelve. Um, Charlotte uh, she she went out and spent the four dollars.
1: She's the spender oh yeah <laughs> we're gonna have our hands full. Yeah. <laughs> She's like mo.
0: Yeah oh yeah yeah and then Luca Luca is up to like seventeen dollars.
1: I think so He he waits to find the best. Like the best and the biggest thing. Like he will look around and he won't be interested in like the little trinkets. But when he finds that thing, he knows it's that. And that's what he wants.
0: You can just feel his energy. It's just like. And I'm like, okay, all right. And and Charlie is more like the first naked doll that I see. I'm taking home and I'm like, oh, another one.
1: Another naked dolly. Yeah. We need to start buying clothes.
0: Yes. With all that being said and going back to, to this idea of creating a, a network of step parents, step moms out there, um, how do how do you think this can turn out or where, where do you want to go with this?
1: I think start in our own community, right? Um, I do not have a single stepmom friend, so holla at me if <laughs> you are a step parent. But I think just being able to create these conversations positively in our community, and then allow others to join this, you know stepmom spot we'll give a little a little shout out there and then take it back to their own communities their own friends their own families right at the end of the day we need to educate ourselves as stepmoms and then and then start bringing that back to our family and our friends on how we can be supported and and how we can be better for them
0: and i mean and you're doing some research and and a lot of things that you're finding is oh yeah yeah yeah. bring it on yeah come come join us but uh how much money can you spend or you have to buy my app and uh you have to there's some sort of financial um like assurance i don't know and and if you're a step parent at times you're not saving your pennies for that
1: (laughs) right and i think you know talking about no parent all of a sudden just like has all of these i don't know ways to be the best parent, right? They're not just given this this toolbox of like, here's what to do in every single situation, right? I think as a step parent, it's kind of immediate of like, oh my gosh, i feel all these emotions and feelings that i've never felt before, and how do i navigate those, right? <clears throat> and so being able to find the people that can help help you in this, i found a lot of them want money, right? They call themselves like a stepmom coach. Who knows what credentials they even have, or what their own, you know, step families look like? They might
0: be a stepmom number five, right? Right. Yeah.
1: And so they want you to pay them to get advice on how to be a better stepmom, when really, if you do the work inside, right, <clears throat> while joining a supportive step parent community to be able to talk about the troubles, the struggles, and how to move forward, right, you're able to then become that person that you want to be. <clears throat> Without paying hundreds of thousands of dollars.
0: Right. I'm just imagining um, a whole bunch of stepmoms uh, together in, in a room and that that might be a little bit scary uh, i don't know like
1: but if you add mimosas it won't be as scary <laughs> right you get the drink slowing yeah i think it's intimidating no doubt right everybody has their own style and everybody's situation is very different no situation is ever going to be the same because you are dealing with so many different human beings right. adults tiny human beings
0: and and, and i look back at uh, things that have worked and have not worked. I think that could be a a place to where people can 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 gain information to help the new step parent be more educated than the actual parent. Hypothetically, there's a lot of things that you, you, you bring up to the table. And I'm like, if you if I would have known that three years ago or five years ago, wow, I'd be a different like person um when we split up we went through so many schedule changes because nothing, him and the mother yeah um because nothing was working right and we switched to a two two three schedule and life seemed to calm down mm-hmm. but we were without it for like maybe two years i want to say and and at the time looking back i was worried we were worried, we're worried about other things But if if somebody, if the step parent or somebody could have come in and say, hey, this appears to be working. That's kind of where then the the value comes in, because you're expected to be there. Don't say much. And if you're going to say something. There's these silent moments that you're able to do it. And they better be damn good.
1: And, and thoughtful, right? Yeah. Like don't come in with any differing perspectives. And I think a part of that is, right, this this community that, that we want to grow and build is, right, st- stabilizing, right, this group of, of step parents, step moms, and then bringing in biological parents to have these conversations with us, right? Because we don't know what we don't know. There are some stepmoms that have then become mothers of their own, right? But coming in as a, what they call a childless stepmother, right? Not having any children prior to this. Uh, you're you're learning as you go. And I think that support and that guidance from, from the parents is incredibly helpful as well. And at times we need to be called out and, and told yeah. what to do better.
0: And which brought a, a very weird vision but a very awesome vision at the same time if you're able to connect with uh, other females who have had the same situation but are now married and have children of their own that's like new territory for you as well like that's and for us so perhaps having that person that has gone through that and say hey by the way this is what it's about to happen. Mm-hmm. You should probably do X Y and Z.
1: Definitely like be prepared for this. Like that's all we want to know, right? For me especially, like I need to know things. Like I'm a planner and and if I don't know something, then I get caught off guard. And so having these people right that we can bring in to guide us. I think would be incredibly beneficial.
0: And there might be something out there, but it's just too small to see, right? right? So if any of our listeners have something aside from this comical Facebook page, um, because that's as comical as the one about bad drivers in Boise. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what it, we
1: do in bed. We just scroll and look at all these it, it, It's hilarious, and, and you're always
0: saying, I wonder when you're going to be
1: there. Yeah. Moe's going to show up on the bad drivers of Boise page yeah, one day, and I guarantee you he'll be driving my car, that, yeah, probably. and it'll show up on there.
0: Yeah. Um, but I think this is important to highlight in our community. I think part of uh, our podcast has always been uh, trying to allocate resources for for people out there today it just happens to be you like my fiance and I'm excited about the possibilities of where this can go because it's not that you're offering a service I think that's what's unique about mm-hmm. it It's about creating a like a like a platform for for stepmoms um, regardless of what stage you're in right right because there's different stage um, just because we're not married doesn't does that make you a step parent does it not right? Is it official until we get married?
1: And I think that's where a lot of the judgment and the stigma comes in. Like you cannot be a step parent until the day that you walk down that aisle and you say "I do." Well, right. the day that you walk into the kids' lives is when you that's, really that's become that. That's when step-parent. you start make, That's where
0: you make an impact on the kids. Right. So imagine if 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 we could say, well, you're not married, so then in theory it gives you the the ability to just check out.
1: Yeah. And that's the worst thing that a stepparent can do. But oftentimes they revert back to that. Like if they don't know what to do in a situation, if they feel uncomfortable, they get silent and they take a step back. Right. I am guilty of that 100%. So how do we, how do we navigate those situations so they don't happen and we know what to say and how to say it in a thoughtful way, right. With kindness instead of coming from a place of, of built up resentment towards your partner.
0: Yeah. So it's almost like growing part of this community um, and, and developing into something that is, it's not like AA meetings, right? Or NA meetings. Yeah. Um, where there is somebody. There'll
1: definitely be some alcohol there at times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think it's something cool. And I think most of the things that are coming up now are so creative. That I'm always like, well, why do not I think about that? I think you're in a, in a, in a, in a very unique spot to be able to to create something and and then letting it be its thing, because you're not looking to get money, right? I mean, no, maybe.
1: selfishly, I'm doing it to educate and grow myself, right? Like <laughs> there are answers and questions that I have, right? And so it is for me, yes, but with the idea that I can't be the only one with these questions or wanting to know more about what to do in certain situations, right? There have to be other individuals out there. So how do we create that platform of conversations and, and
0: yeah, I think about some situations where you have bought like a pair of shoes and I'm like, Oh goodness. Right. And, and that itself right there is treating you like a step parent not giving you the authority to to say no that's what they're gonna wear and, and, and that's what they get and, and I think part of the problem is the other party right Th- that we attempt desensitize the true intentions behind buying whatever it is that you bought mm-hmm. so I'm guilty of that um, we can also probably join the club right once a month I don't know Bring bring the other parent um to see what what's what it is to hear stories maybe or to be part of this community and 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 become and the ultimate goal of of all this is to involve into better humans to be able to to raise our children in a way where regardless of what they're facing now because they had no no input in what's happening today
1: right and i always go back to that like the kids don't have a say right The older that they get, the more that they have a say, right? But they also didn't wake up one day and and think that all of a sudden my parents aren't going to be together and we're going to have to live in two different households and have four different people raise us and and split everything, right? And so, yes, the goal is to to raise better human beings with less childhood trauma based on the situation that they grew into.
0: Right. Because the worst thing that we can do is um split Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because you have evolved into being a very important person in in their life and i would hate to see anybody separate after everything that we put in because you didn't have support right you do have a therapist. I understand that people are like, Well, go to see a therapist. Um,
1: go see Stephen Ammon, by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shout out to Stephen Ammon, he's doing some good work. Um, but you no know, the idea that if it can be prevented, mm-hmm. let's work towards it. Right. Let's 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 see who is out in the community who is facing this. And um, I hate the one of my bosses said, I don't say my door's open. Because there are people out there, who, they don't have what it takes to walk into that office, and tell you what the problem is. So, we, you, I'm all we now, huh? It's like it's my project, but I want to say that we're you're 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 exposing yourself now by coming to this podcast, and you're going after those people, and saying like, we will go get you, right? To create this. Whatever it's gonna turn into, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And I think the important thing is, like, no matter what stage they're in, right? Like, you mentioned that earlier. We will support one another and and hold each other accountable at times. I think that's a big part of being a step parent as well. Um, but wherever you are in this process, like, you have people that you can revert back to, right? everybody has their own group of friends or family that that they can go to but i think step parenting is unique unless you're in this situation you don't truly really know right and, and like i said it's going to be different for every step parent but my friends are amazing i have a group of girls that they support me in anything that i do even if it's a bad decision right and they try and be the most supportive in a stepmom role right but they are also not in it they do the best that they can with with what i tell them and and how they see fit but at the end of the day there is nothing like going to somebody else that's a step parent and just hearing like me too girl right i've been there and here's what helped me right not saying a single thing helped
0: (laughs) i go back to what steven said in one of the uh one of the times i have in the podcast and he said your best thinking has gotten you this far right And that's scary. It's scary because we can be trying 100% to do something. But if we do not have the knowledge in our brain, the education in our brain, it doesn't matter how much we continue to try 100%. It just isn't going to move. So having that extra additional support, other stepmoms that can influence one decision right you're you're one decision away from from transforming your life right that one decision can be the decision between calling the relationship or saying like i got it i got it like mm-hmm. this one thing did it for us
1: yeah i think it makes us stronger as a couple as well yeah. right
0: and, and also to raise, like, when people ask me about our 50-50, with the circumstances, I'm not saying go out there, people, and go for the 50-50 because it's great. No. But within the circumstances, once you're in, once you identify a schedule that works, like 223, man, you're able to, to have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Because... When you're with the kids, it's awesome. It's amazing. It's like you're there, right? And when you're not, then it's like your 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 me time, right? Like we go we go uh, down the river. Last summer we went like every other weekend.
1: Yeah, you get that time to fill your cup back up to be able to give more when you get the kids back, right? And I think that's important as a parent, I would say, and as a step parent, like take time to fill that cup so you can continually give. Our schedule works so great right now because we get time with the kids. And when we have the kids, we make it special. And then when we don't have the kids, that's when we're able to get caught up on, like, housework or do something, right? So that way, when we have the kids, the time is focused on them. Yeah.
0: One of the things that I always tell people is I don't like having these deep conversations. It's like, all right, we need to talk about this. I don't. but
1: That's my most favorite sentence is, like. Do you have time to talk about this now? Can <laughs> no. we talk about this? No, like, no. We need to talk.
0: But I go back to the the one time that, that we were struggling as a couple. And you said, we need to refill our cup. And the way that that happened was, I think you found a way. I hate driving to places. I would say, I'll drive to Portland. I'll drive to McCall. I'll drive anywhere. But I ain't driving back. Yeah, I'm just not I'm just that kind of a person but when I drive up I talk non-stop
1: well I think that there's some pictures of you napping as well
0: yeah no I'm saying that's on the way back
1: mm, Well, what, debatable. so let's
0: go back to like the, the McCall trip that we took yes. we were struggling as a couple and I believe that what we needed to talk about a lot of it happened on the way there
1: Right. And, and it's important to acknowledge like not just struggling as a couple because of right stepchildren struggling as a couple because of life influences things going on. Right. I think we, we had so much going on that we didn't take time for ourselves and that puts pressure on each other as well.
0: Yeah. And I go back to that. That was a turning point for our relationship. I think had not we had gone on that trip, things might've gone worse and and it's that one decision you're one decision away and and we had never really done that before to where let's let's get out yeah not sure where that came about i know my brain wouldn't have thought about that
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um so it's important to to continue to develop relationships to enhance your situation you might be the smartest person at work but you might be struggling as as a parent and therefore you you have to get better at it and and time doesn't make you better right i think part of it is going out and and doing things differently Mm -hmm. and surrounding yourself with other parents who have been through it have done it and can just tell you like look if, if you just do this one thing you will save yourself so much headaches
1: Right. Like, is it really worth the fight of, of like having them be on the TV for an extra five minutes, (laughs) right? Like those small things make a difference. Right. And, and sometimes just hearing like, it's okay to let them sit in front of the TV for 15 minutes while you take like a, a break. Like sometimes I think. The stigma of you have to be a perfect parent at all times and no TV time, no tablet time, right? They're outside, like no, no junk food. Like that's unrealistic, right? And, and the conversations that are fostered of you have to be all of those perfect things, set unreal expectations for parents and ultimately make them fail.
0: Absolutely. One of my favorite professors, a friend, a colleague now said you only have to be 30%. Of a good parent, to be considered a good parent. When when she said that, I believed it a because of who it was coming from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it also alleviated this huge like stigma. This this almost like I have to be this perfect parent, yeah. and if I mess up once, I am the worst parent on this planet. I remember one time when Charlotte rolled over from the couch um, to to the floor and it was like very short, but I had gone out to like get a soda from the fridge or something like it, it wasn't like not even like 10 seconds, but I considered myself to be the worst father in the world because of that one incident without realizing that. I was there for that child right but we're humans and we like to focus on the negative things of, of mm-hmm. life and and sometimes the event is not charlotte falling out versus you were there to pick her up and right. she's safe
1: yeah don't let that one moment define you as a parent yeah right
0: i think it's it's good that we're having these conversations about uh, what it is to to be in your shoes. Um, I think you can do some some great work. I hope that you're able to find this these these ladies out there and uh, a- and y'all start writing books or or doing some funny reels. Uh, what mom stepmoms do when they get together? Yeah, drink um, mimosas. Yeah, I mean obviously you've been saying mimosas that's the fifth time you, I you know. say it. Oh so. shoot,
1: I think that says something. It just, may, like, it just makes sense, like mimosa moms, like, you know, yeah. but then, like, you can't step encourage, up, like, drinking, so maybe yeah. not. Yeah,
0: that that might create a bigger stigma on right. stepmom's moms being drunk.
1: Yeah, like, we have to drink in order to get through it. That is not yeah. what I'm saying, Yeah. right?
0: But it might sound that way.
1: Yeah, and then right? there we go again with the judgment right. and having to break down those barriers. Yeah. So, they're, like... Perfect example, like every little thing a step parent says, right, gets picked apart. Yeah. And you have to really think about the words that you say before you say them. And yeah. and action, reaction, and mindset is huge while being a step parent, yeah. right?
0: Because kids have to be corrected. Mm-hmm. But if you don't correct it in the way that I choose to correct them, then you're a bad person. Right. And and it's not that way. Like maybe they maybe the kids respond better to the way you did it. Just because they do that does not make me a bad parent. But if I don't realize that then what happens is, oh, you just made me feel less than a parent. So then I'm gonna say, no, your your way's wrong. Mm-hmm. Even though that might have been the best decision for them.
1: Right. In the moments it's hard to see it that way, right? Yeah.
0: I think this conversation could go on for for days and And I thank you so much for being part of Not Everyone Gets a Trophy. I think you, more than not, you don't get a trophy as a stepmom. I think we need to improve that. I need to improve that uh, uh, as your partner. And and realizing that I need to empower you as much as you have empowered me to be a great father. Thank you. And, uh even though you thought i would never bring you into this podcast it's been a a pleasure being here with you
1: i know i finally get experience it for myself yeah sorry amy that you weren't able to make it but today the listeners had mojo so mojo, they got mojo.
0: yeah and then also shout out to mojo there's this place on and i have to say because it was so freaking good on eagle there is this it's called mojos mm-hmm. um and the owners are amazing that it's a cute little place but they're donuts <gasps> yeah they do
1: coffee and donuts <laughs> and ice cream and you can even get ice cream when they open at like 6 a.m yes. so it's a pretty special yeah. place
0: yeah it's, it's really cool uh this is not a commercial i promise but that just sounds good right now Yes. um thank you and we actually we, we're at the the new Killen building uh next to the freeway too so uh thank you a shout out to our producer for allowing us to be here and, and check out this new place this is a really cool place there's like a coffee shop in here
1: they got everything
0: yeah i feel like it reminds me of kind of vegas
1: yeah we need to go find the <laughs> massage tables yeah
0: um so uh thank you for our listeners uh amy uh we missed you today uh we will be recording uh here shortly a day or two hopefully next week and and, and be more productive i would say um but good things are happening. Uh life happens sometimes and we're not able to get in there. But uh Jordan Pereira. Thank you for being here with us. Anything else? Any last soon few to words? Be yeah, soon to be. Any last words? Anything you want to say before we end the show today?
1: Uh, I think it's just important, step moms, if you're listening, don't feel alone, right? Support is coming. Whether we create this platform today or tomorrow, like reach out, we're here. Uh there's no better place to start than in the moment. And so reach out if you if you need help. Teach me. I need to learn, I need to grow, and let's create this positive conversation of connection in our community.
0: Great. How can our listeners get a hold of you?
1: Plus, well, so I'm not super active on social medias. Uh, I'll get better. But my Instagram is just Jordan Pereira 5, I think. I don't know. We'll link it somewhere. Jordan Pereira. Just yeah. search me. Go and to Mo's and I'm there.
0: Yeah. Uh, P-E-R-E-I-R-A. Yeah. Uh, Pereira. Uh, so Jordan good. Pereira uh, on Instagram. Uh, you can also go to whenever to get the trophy and I'll, I'll tag her on that as well. Reach out to her. I know sometimes it's hard to reach out to, to other people, um, but that's how we create a better network. That's how we yeah. become better humans. Um, thank you so much for being here with us today, and have a, it's hump day. Thank so you. So have a nice uh, weekend coming up, and we'll see you on our next show. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Not Everyone Gets a Trophy, hosted by Amy and Mo. This episode has been brought to you by SB Studios, Boise's number one podcast producer.